Channel, your breaking news and weather station. You are all a conspiracy nutcase audience. <laughs> I'm looking. Okay, 62 votes. All right, I just put this thing up there. 62 votes on the poll, facebook.com slash Casey the host. For those of you just getting out of your offices and your cubicles, you've been released. We are asking if Representative Swalwell farted live on MSNBC's hardball. Okay. And MSNBC says, no, he didn't. Swalwell says he didn't hear it. I don't believe that. I think he's lying about not hearing it because there is a weird pause. It does appear like he's taken aback by something. Whether or not he's taken aback by something coming out of his backside or because he heard something, we don't know. But MSNBC says, no, nobody farted. It was simply the coffee mug being scraped across the desk. I think that's plausible. Okay? Joe says it's a fart. And so there was 65 votes so far. The poll will be up for 24 hours. And what is the... Why is it not opening now? Facebook, I swear. And Facebook has been unliking people from my page. So if you found that all of a sudden you haven't liked my page or I've sent you an invite and you thought you liked it, uh, I assure you they have been unliking people from my page. Uh, that appears to be the only explanation. All right, Facebook's like not working for me right now. Hold on, I got to close the whole page. Uh, what was it? Was it 97% was the last that we heard when it was about 50 votes? 97% said it was a fart? Yeah. Here, let me get, I can go. Okay. All right, you, you, you give me the percentage on this thing because my... Facebook's not working for me. So there are 66 votes. Okay. 92% say he farted and 8 say he did not. Okay. All right. Well, I'm just, yeah, you know. he like, farted. Okay. All right. People say that he farted. I, I'm, I'm just saying it's 91 plausible. 91 to 9. Okay. 93 to 7. I'm just saying it's possible. Um, so if you want to take the, the, by the way, a link to the video is in the poll. So you can go watch the video and then come back and let us know if you think he farted or not. Go to facebook.com slash Casey the host. Uh, this is the second time I have talked about farting and have led into my sponsor, by the way, Second Amendment Arms and Range. So um, if you do like blast and gas, though, they will let you do that. They've got 10 lanes. They're indoors. So if the weather is frightful outside, um, you can go ahead and take it inside and shoot down range. Rifle and pistol. Again, you get half off your range time if you mention me. Kids shoot free tomorrow with a shooting parent. That's every Wednesday. Go to secondamendmentarms.net for more information. Okay. Um, all right, the red for Ed thing. Okay, yes, your kid, for those of you in Indiana, your kid probably had the day off. All right? Uh, my kid did too. So a lot of people are asking, how do they have all of these uh, manufactured shirts and signs? And everything? It's because the union has poured millions of dollars into this. Okay? This is not, this is not, okay, um, any kind of a conspiracy. We know that the unions have pushed the red for Ed. Now, I gave you the history was it Monday last Monday last week? I gave you the history of this. It was at Prime Table. Monday last week, I gave you the history where Ed for Red came from. It was started by a young music teacher in Arizona who is a known Marxist. He started this entire thing. So anybody running around and going, oh, this is not a socialist dilia. Yes, it is. That's how it got going. It, you might as well run around and be one of those idiots telling you that Colin Kaepernick didn't take a knee because he hates America. Okay, He told us why he took a knee. He said it was about the flag. And everybody running around going, it's not about the flag, it's about police abuse. No, that is not what he said in the press conference after that. 
So if you go back and you listen to the tape, you got Colin Kaepernick in his own words, why would I pay respect to a flag of a racist country, yada, 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 okay? So people are ignoring that. Red for Ed was started by a Marxist, period, end of story. His whole motivation is getting Marxism in the United States, and he wants to do it through pushing Red for Ed and all that other stuff. Now, here's where the unions came in. The unions said, hmm, if people can take over a grassroots movement like the Tea Party and make it a corporate Republican thing, then we can do that with Red for Ed, even though a lot of teacher unions are socialist. But they decided to pour millions of dollars into this thing and promote it. And so here we go. Kids got to stay home today from school. The makeup day, I think, is February 14th, isn't it? I think that's the makeup day. Um, and what's that? For I for Concord schools, I know it's for Con- I think I think the the established makeup day is February fourteenth. Okay? okay, so now we were talking about this before that on the makeup day we shouldn't send our kids to school. Now there's other people who have reached out to me independently and have said the same thing. So there's a there's a movement for parents not to send their kids to school on February fourteenth for the makeup day as a counter protest to their teachers protesting today. Now, for the record, as I've explained, I don't think that all teachers who take in the day off are commies, okay? I don't think that. I actually think that the vast majority of them have no idea that this is a Marxist movement that was established by somebody who wants communism in the United States. I don't think that they actually understand that. I think they are under the impression that their union is trying to get them better wages, and that's what this is all about. It's not. This is purely a response uh, to the the uh, the Supreme Court ruling, uh, Janus. Okay, that's the unions lost a lot of money because of Janus. They couldn't force anybody to pay them dues. They couldn't force anybody to be a member of the union if they didn't want to be. And so this is a response to that. This is a way for the unions to try and recoup some of their power and some of their money. Remember, a union exists for one reason and one reason alone to make money. That is it. Uh, they are a business enterprise. Their business is, of course, your union dues. And if they get you more money, they can charge more for your dues. Okay, That's the idea for all of this. So, red for Ed, I don't believe that all teachers taking the day off today are commies, but I do think that they need to understand the origins of this and why it is actually happening. And it is less about, we're protecting you, the teachers, because you're amazing and you're important for our society. It's less about that and a heck lot, well... The founder wanted communism, still wants communism, and the unions want to somehow recoup their losses from the Janus ruling in the Supreme Court. That's what it's about. Now, as a sidebar, if you want to support it because it benefits you financially, okay, whatever. That's on you. My issue is when teachers are lying to their students about it. And we had this come up. Um, I, I love my daughter's teacher. I want to make that crystal clear. I think she has been phenomenal for my my daughter uh, but she's telling my daughter that she's not going on a protest today and and also i would like to point out that i think that a lot of teachers are taking the day off because they have to be in good graces with the union and their coworkers, and they don't want to seem like they oppose this movement and so they're just going along to get along even though they don't support it okay i think there's a lot of teachers that are doing that uh, they don't want to deal with any backlash you're a scab which doesn't exist there's no such thing as a scab when union people call somebody a scab they're lying to you um and so I think there's a lot of teachers just like, okay, well, everybody else is taking the day off, whatever, I'll take it off too. But I'm not going to the Capitol and I'm not going to be marching out there. So um, 
I, I do believe that there's a lot of teachers that are doing that. Uh, now, my kid's teacher is telling my kid, because, of course, you know, my, my daughter's at, why do I have the day off? Well, your, your teachers are protesting today. That's what they're doing. And they're taking a day off to protest instead of teaching you or doing this on their day off, okay? Um, and my daughter, of course, brings it up to the teacher who swears up and down. She's not protesting today. She's, she's just doing some schoolwork, and then she's busy. And, and I'm like, don't lie to my kid. Just tell the kid the truth. Now, Here's the thing. If you're protesting, it just say you're protesting. Everybody knows what's happening. All the adults know it. Um, if you wanted my kid to, to be protected from all of it, all right, just say, some teachers are taking the day off, and so we can't open school. I'm going to do work at home. That's fine. I'm okay with that. There's no, there's no reason to spin it or anything, but that's kind of what's happening. Uh, Bert, welcome to the program. Good afternoon. Hey, Casey. Uh, thanks for taking my call. Sure. I- thing I have is, you know, from what I could read on, you know, Google and what this Red Fred Day is, is that they're complaining about income. But mm-hmm. a lot of the teachers that I have did loans for, they make uh, they make a lot of money for somebody that comes out of school with a bachelor's degree. So I don't know why they think they should get paid more when they only work nine months out of the All year. Right. But, yeah. but see, here's here's the thing that you have to understand about teachers' unions. Okay, And I went over the average salaries and things like that. In Michiana, the teachers, on average, uh, don't make very much. But in the state of Indiana, they actually do really well. Uh, and in a lot of school districts in Indiana, they do they do very well. So that's probably what you're talking about. Because um, again, the uh, average teachers they make forty to sixty thousand dollars a year. I mean, most people that get a bachelor's degree, they're coming out of college making twenty five to thirty, and they're bitching about making forty. I mean, I'm sorry, but you're making a you're making a good wage, yeah. and you got good areas to work in, and so I, I, I don't. Look, I, I just I guess I just don't understand I why. They should make more. And they don't understand that $140 million has been freed up for salaries. That's all coming through right now. Penaris Madison just increased the starting salary for a teacher. It's over $40,000 a year now. That's a starting salary. Um, when you're doing average salaries, of course, you, you're, not, you're not able to analyze how many are young teachers on the tier versus older teachers who have much more seniority making $67,000. So there's a lot of things, but I could tell you this. So I I come I come I come from Nevada. Let me let me give you a kind of an example here. I come from Nevada, where you have the Clark County School District in Southern Nevada. It's one of the largest school districts in the entire country. The teachers there make way more. On average, they make way more than the state average salary, and obviously, a lot of them make seventy, eighty thousand dollars a year. They still go protest they're not making enough money because the the union told them to. And because the union said you're going to go do it, they're going to go do it. Um, it that's just a reality for a lot of teachers. A lot of teachers really do care. Um, they've been doing it a while. They think they're not making enough money. Okay. But there's a lot out there who make very good money, as you're highlighting, who are still going to gripe and complain about not being paid enough and in spite of their work schedule being pretty easy compared to a lot of folks out there. But it's, you know, people are going to complain about their pay all the time. It, it's just, you know, whether they're making good money or not, they're going to complain because the more money you make, the more money you spend, and then you're typically in the same boat that you were before. I get it. I, I just don't appreciate the fact that they're they're going to go out there and bicker about something that, you know, we're all paying taxes, we're all having problems, and I just don't feel like they have a, you know, they make, they make, good, they make a good wage. I'm sorry you have to deal with kids yelling and screaming. Well, 
is what it is, man. Yeah, and I, you chose when you went to college, and I don't, I don't, I have no pity for them. Yeah, I hear you. All right, Bert, appreciate it. Thank you much. You know, look, a lot of people are in the, of that mindset. That, look, you know what you're getting into. Um, there are a lot of teachers who make very, very good money. Okay, there are a lot that don't, and all of them want to make more. And if the union says we're going to get you more, they're going to do what's best for them. So they're going to do it. What I wanted to do when I explained all of this last Monday is I just wanted everybody out there who thought that, that maybe this was just a we want more money for education movement. It's not what it's about. It is not about that at all. It's not about the kids in any way, shape, or form. It has nothing to do with the kids. I highlighted that education in Indiana was the first thing that was funded. It's nearly half of the total state budget. There's a 2.5% increase in education funding for the two-year uh, budget. So each year, it's 2.5% increase. There is an additional $140-plus that was freed up from the reserve fund to go ahead and address teachers' pay. We've seen a lot of that start trickle down. Some of the local municipalities haven't addressed it yet. That's on the local municipalities. It has nothing to do with the state. So these are all things that a lot of teachers are not aware of, okay? And, you know, it's important that everybody understand where it originates from. Not calling all teachers bad who took the day off to go protest this thing, but it is a protest and call it what it is. We got more coming up. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. And good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. Things that you run into if you watch the live stream. We have been dorking out on the Mandalorian all flipping day on the live stream. It's that good, though. It really is that good. If you are a Star Wars fan, you are going to love the Mandalorian on Disney+. Plus. If you are not a Star Wars fan, I think you will still like it. You'll be a little confused about some parts. But don't worry. If you're watching it with somebody, they can probably explain them to you. Um, in which case, your only problem is getting them to shut up. All right, 574-2595-953. That is 2595-953. Talking about Red for Ed. And, of course, your kids in Indiana had the day off today. And there's a lot of parents who are now talking about February 14th, which is the makeup day, not sending their kid to school on that day as a counter-protest to the protest that's happening today. My issue is that some people are saying it's not a protest. It's a protest. Stop. Like my teacher, love my kid's teacher, lying to my kid and saying it's not a protest. Please don't do that. Okay? It's it's a protest. And that is what it is. Uh, as long as you understand that. And again, my whole point was I just wanted people to understand where it got started. The person who started the Red Fred thing is a commie. And his whole purpose for Red Fred is a communist agenda. And people who say it isn't are ignoring his own words. Okay? The union seized upon it to recoup some of their losses from the Janus decision uh, it's not about education for your kids. It's not bettering your schools for your kids. It's not. It's none of that. This is a protest about getting more money for the unions. That's all it is. Um, now, if teachers benefit from that and they feel that their salaries are going to increase because of that, okay, um, they're participating in that, but just understand what it's actually about. Scott, welcome to the program. Good afternoon. Yeah, you got it? Yeah, what's up? All right, so clarify something for me. Are you. Are you saying all unions are a business or just a teacher's union? Well, I mean, all unions who have a goal of making money, there's some smaller unions that really don't benefit financially from their membership, but the larger national unions generally are profit-driven. Well, I'm, I'm part of the international. Okay. Uh, we're IUEC, elevator constructors. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are building trades. Mm-hmm. They have profits, but a lot of it goes into 
uh, organizing, a lot of into training, mm-hmm. a lot of into uh, education. Sure. I mean, we're, for example, we're the highest skilled, highest paid trade. Okay. I mean, so are your union leaders, union, you know, do your union leaders have private islands and stuff that they go to and millions of dollars in salaries and things like that, like other national unions do? Or do they tend to be good stewards of your dues? Uh, I would say probably teachers and UAWs probably, and teachers, was probably, probably a little bit of corruption there. Sure. I mean, well, the you know, S- I get a lot of I get a lot of flack from being union, just yeah. from people that know the UAW and to yeah, and that's not and that's not fair, right? That's not fair because again, it, unfortunately, when you talk about the big national unions, they they kind of take over and they, it's an all encompassing term, the unions, you know. But UAW, SEIU, um, the uh, American Federation of Teachers, and they tend to have a lot of corruption at the top, and yeah, again, I mean, a lot of other a lot of union, other unions catch flack. My union will push a Democrat all day long. Sure. And, well, I know probably 95% of anybody in my local mm-hmm. pro-Trump all the way. Yeah, and I hear that a lot. I hear that a lot from, I'm actually hearing it a lot from UAW people now, um, that a lot of them are, pro union, are pro-Trump, but they got to keep their mouths shut because of the union and everything. So, well, they uh, try. But yeah. I mean, I tell yeah. you what, 2015? Mm-hmm. From 2017, I doubled my salary. That's awesome. This year, this year, I'm going to make almost one and a half times what I was making from 2002 to 2014. Yeah, that's great. And, you know, that's part of the difference when you have a good union that's representing its people and actually investing in its people versus, you know, some of the others that are more interested in... Because, like, for instance, some of these big national ones, they spend more on political... Um, not marketing and campaigning, but you know, political contributions than they do on retraining their own employees, so or their own members. Oh, they do, and, and that's yeah, I, that's I just to yeah. Clarify that. Yeah, no, and and I'm glad that you called because it it is important that you have that distinction. So. All right, but appreciate okay, the call. Good, Thank you much. Uh, All right. A lot of money was coming for you for uh, the what's uh, St. Maggie's house. Uh, St. Margaret's house. Yeah, Thursday and Friday, great cause helps a lot of people in the community. I'll be calling. Thank you, buddy. I appreciate it. All right. You take care. All right. All right. 574-25-95-953. Todd, welcome to the program. Hey, Casey. What's up? I uh, just want to share a few thoughts uh, about today's events in the schools. Okay. Um, I have a lot of concerns about what the teachers are dealing with as far as the the way the students are acting, the lack of respect. I agree. Um, you know, I hear a lot of I, I have family that are in that field. But on the other side of the coin, I'm in... Industrial field. I'm in the RV business, and in 2008, I had three jobs in three years, mm-hmm. just because that's how the economy was, right? Sure. Well, I mean, teachers don't—they don't have the uncertainty. If they're a, a decent teacher at all, they have great job security. You know, as far as we know, what the time off, they can plan vacations and so on. And you also have to factor. You probably brought that up, but of course, you've got the retirement, and it's a big deal. Sure. Um, and, and a lot of these. And a lot of these contracts are structured where you're going to get paid later in life, and you're going to get paid a lot later in life, so you can, your retirement will be will be great. And so. Indiana is a very solvent state, and their pension fund is well-funded. Yes. And Indiana okay. is... Uh, Todd, i got to run. I'm sorry on a heartbreak, buddy. Appreciate okay. the call, though. Um, as I pointed out before, Indiana is 20th in education funding, but they are 38th in the nation in teachers' salaries, okay? Some districts are funded really well for teacher salaries, some are not. 
Uh, and that's just going to depend on where you are and where you fall uh, on this thing. Is it my, my goal is not to criticize teachers today, but to at least illustrate what Red Fred was about when it got started and why it is happening and why the unions are pushing it and what the primary motivation is. Uh, we got more coming up, including some phone calls on this on Newstalk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. And good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. Newstalk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. Celebrate the season with Impress Jewelry Creations. You can save now through the end of the year and almost the entire in-store collection from 25, 35 and up to 40% off everything in the store. Whether you need an exceptional diamond, an exquisite gemstone or a classic to cutting edge wedding band, you're going to find something amazing at Impress Jewelry Creations. They've got over 100 years of experience in jewelry creation and they customize and design jewelry as rare and unique as the amazing person in your life. They're also launching their very own in-house collection of -of one-of-a-kind creations featuring the rarest hand-selected gemstones sourced from around the world. Again, you can go to impressjewelers.com or visit them in person. Again, they are on, um, they're in Granger. They're right there next to uh, Temper Grill and C. Kramer Interiors. Of course, when you go into Impress Jewelry Creations, make sure you let them know that I sent you, please. All right, to give you an idea before I head back to the phones... Of labor union political donations for the 2019-2020 cycle. The National Education Association is number three, and the American Federation of Teachers is number four in political donations. The National Education Association has donated thus far $1,947,440 in political donations. Of that, 38000 went to Republicans. The American Federation for Teachers, of teachers, excuse me, $1,750,413, of which $0 went to Republicans. Gives you kind of an idea. Casey, if the teachers unions have millions of dollars left over, then why don't they give teachers a salary raise? That's not their job. They wouldn't have a thing to uh, to argue about them. Daniel, welcome to the program. Hi, how are you, Casey? I'm well. What's up? Hey, I got a question about the teachers union that Mm -hmm. I don't understand why they don't try to work out is... Why don't they try to come around to like an hourly wage instead of just fighting for a solid salary? Uh, I, I would probably hurt them, to be honest with you. Um, considering most teachers take uh, take you know several months off, so I, I think um, it, yeah. I think it would probably hurt them, to be honest. Um, but I don't know specifically. I suppose you'd have to ask them. <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah, my assumption would be it would damage them, and that it would well, actually end up with teachers getting paid less. Okay, because I figured probably a lot of teachers don't want to work as much in like the after school activities and uh, whatnot. Yeah, and, and look, some teachers choose to work during the summer and some choose not to, and that's that's their their choice, and that's great. You know, it, you should choose. But you know, it, there's been a lot of ignoring of what Indiana has done for education funding over the past you know the past cycle since Holcomb has become governor, and I'm running into a lot of teachers who don't know what happened at the last legislative session with the budget. Okay, so th- that's my my goal is to try and educate, and then they can go off and do whatever they want to do. Hey, Daniel, i got to run. I'm on a heartbreak, man. I'm sorry, but I appreciate the call. All right. All right, thanks. You take care. we got more coming up. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel.